Hello and welcome to this week's Finding Proof live show coming to you live today from Hobart as is usually the case but over the next little while you might start seeing me popping up in some interesting additional locations but I'm just going to let that pan out as time takes me uh, into various new adventures over the next couple of months. Um, I am coming to, to you today to talk a little bit about the stress that can come with positive change. So we've talked a lot about leaning into difficult conversations. Hi, Jen. And we've talked a lot about having courage as leaders and having courage as business professionals to do the tough things, to remember that we're often the last man standing or the last woman standing, uh, as the case may be, of course. When it comes to being a business owner, you are where the buck stops, you are where the responsibility sits, and if things in your business need tweaking, you are the one that has to drive those tweaks. So today I want to talk a little bit about the stress that not only comes from leaning into difficult conversations about negative change, but also the stress that can come about from the difficult conversations that can come about around positive change. So, a little bit of a recap of where we're at with my business at the moment. So, most of you will know that my business went through some dramatic changes outside of our control last year. We've come through that as a business, we're refocusing our attention as a team, we're working really hard to unify uh, our team culture and to really strengthen that as time goes on. But there has also been some ongoing consequences to my business as a result of some of those changes that took place last year. When you have a new player come onto the scene and there's then a massive shift in people's attention around where they're going to be working. In my case, I lost a large number of team members last year to a new, a new player that created a lot of stress and instability within my team, which then resulted in additional departures as a direct relationship to that stress and instability. So you can understand why we've been working really, really hard to refocus and to ground ourselves over the last six months, really. So more than six months, actually. So we've been holding our breath as a business for a little bit in terms of where are we at with revenue. Now, the most recent conversation is that we really need to focus on our overheads. We really need to focus and every business will go through this. Every business will go through this. You're kidding yourself if you think that you are immune from this in your business. I've been in business for over 10 years as a group practice owner, over 20 years overall uh, in various ways. So I know that this is something that is a cyclical thing. Every now and then you will come back to a meeting with your accountant where the conversation ends with, you have to make this change, you have to make it today. So one of the sad things we've had to do this particular week is, is rejig how we're doing our admin presence and how we're doing our clinical presence. And some of that has had difficult conversations around that. Others have been more positive conversations around how we focus the clinical um, direction of our practice. So we have lots of exciting changes coming up and I'll be sharing those with you over coming weeks. But at the moment, 
Yesterday was our team planning day and so I had to share some of these changes with my team and it was a, a difficult thing to do in bite-sized chunks because there was a lot of news to share and when you're making those decisions as a as a business owner about pivoting and that's what we're looking at at the moment we are mid pivot I've done a couple of little social media posts where I've referred to the fact that we are mid pivot um, and I never really got the concept of, of a business's pivoting until I realized that I've actually done that a few times in my business when I look back in terms of the clinical focus and the direction that my practice has taken over the years. And so now we are again mid-pivot and not in a, an overly dramatic way, but just shifting our focus on uh, who are our major sources of revenue and how do we maximize the relationships with those sources of revenue. And I think this is a big thing for all businesses to be aware of, all business owners to be aware of. You'll often hear me say business is all about relationships. And this is one of those times when you are focusing on a repivot, uh, it's really important. Hi, Kim, welcome. It's really important to think about not only the dollars and the cents, but also the relationships involved and who is a fan of your business and how do you honour that relationship? So then when you're sitting down with your team or yourself, if you're a sole business owner, when you're sitting down thinking about those relationships and thinking about change in terms of pumping up the tires of certain relationships so that you can maximize the ben the mutual benefit. Think about it in two ways. What's the value that you offer to those relationships? It's not a one-way street. Otherwise, it's not much of a, of a relationship, is it? What's the value that you offer in those relationships? And what is the value that those relationships bring to your business? I find when I, I'm, I'm an ideas person, I drive my team crazy, absolutely crazy with the ideas that often bubble to the surface with me. I'm usually three to five years down the road in my thinking. Um, I've, been, I've been told that I think like a CEO because I am doing that big picture thinking all the time. And thankfully, I've got people around me who, who especially my principal psychologist, Kath, in my team, who runs around behind me, metaphorically speaking, with a basket, catching the ideas and putting them into action so that something practical comes out of the ideas that I've had. So at the moment, we are right in the middle of conversations with some of the people that we have external relationships with that are really going to maximize the future growth of our business while we're still in recovery mode from what happened last year. So when we had our team planning day yesterday, one of the big conversations was around Let's be honest about the impact that last year has had on us as a business. Let's be honest about where we need to tweak things to be more efficient, to be more financially um, self-insuring, if you like. And what are the exciting things or what are the opportunities that we can just change the lens that we look at them through? So I suspect my team went home last night with very full heads, very 
big throbbing brains and uh, I hope it didn't <laughs> disturb their sleep too much and I hope this morning that they've actually come come to um, perhaps a little bit of a, a way towards that dust settling time where dust starts to settle after some of these big conversations and ideas start to germinate. So over the next little while I'll be doing what Brene Brown calls circling back and this is where you have a meeting and you run some ideas past people, you share what you need to share, you lean into the difficult parts of that, but you also sometimes have to lean into the positive parts of that. Some of the things that I'm sharing with my team, which I will share with you soon, uh, are exciting, big, exciting changes, but that's no different to, as a psychologist, I know there's a list there's been research done about what are the most stressful things you can do in life. One of the most stressful things you can do in life is move house. Another one of the most stressful things you can do in life is get married, have a baby. All these really positive things still cause stress because it's a major change. So with my team, I'm conscious of the, the fact that there's been a lot of change in my team over the last 12 to 18 months. But change is inevitable. Change is inevitable in every business because if you're not noticing what's going on in the environment around you and in the environment within your business, you can't evolve. You can't, you can't grow. You won't survive. So you need to be adaptive. You need to be quick on your feet. You need to have an evolutionary approach to your business, always adapting, always changing. Uh, and sometimes that is very hard to um, scaffold your team around. So circling back, talking about Brene Brown circling back. Hi, Al, welcome. When Brene Brown has a meeting around, and this is what she talks about in her book, Dare to Lead. Uh, she talks about you have a big meeting where you're talking about big things. You need to sometimes circle back and touch base with everyone, either as a group or individually, to make sure that they've understood the things that are changing and why they're changing. Identify any fears or concerns that your team members have and clarify and keep clarifying along the way and keep reassuring along the way. So for my team, it's about making sure, and I'll be doing this over the next bunch of days, you know, touching base with everyone individually, making sure they understand where we're at and where we're heading and what the big picture is and what the, how all these smaller changes fit into that big picture. Because my big picture acts as an anchor for me, moving through the ups and downs of business life. And that's always my anchor. It's the one thing I always come back to. You see heart on the hand here. It's actually quite a core value of mine to be guided by that big picture. I also shared with my team yesterday that there is another core value that drives my ferocity in ensuring the ongoing viability and security of my business and my team. And that is my family legacy. So I might have talked to you before about my nana. Hint to the wise. She hates it when I call her my grandmother. <laughs> When I talk about my nana, my nana, I grew up um, watching her in business. She set up her business in 1956 off her kitchen table. She was a leader in her industry in her heyday and she 
had her own business here in Tasmania and she built that up and built that up and built such a trusting team around her. And I was at her knee watching all of that unfold as a kid. I would go in after school and sharpen everybody's pencils and I dreamt that one day I would own that business. I dreamt that one day it would fall to me and my responsibility to lead that, to steer that ship into the ongoing future. I very much, even as a child, felt the responsibility of legacy with that business. Now, unfortunately, when I was in my late teens and early 20s, um, a number of factors led to my Nana having to sell her business. And it was a heartbreaking decision for her. It was a very difficult decision. A very big impact for the whole family. But it drives me to make sure that my legacy of my business continues on. I'm a third generation businesswoman in my family, at least. Uh, in fact, I know there are other generations behind me as well. But um, for me, the passion I have for continuing to provide a quality service to our community, the passion I have as a leader and a business owner to provide uh, work and exciting work and interesting work and challenging and fulfilling and growth-related work to my team is something I hold intensely dear. So when I talk to my team about change, whether it's positive or negative, I remind them of that backstory and I couch it in terms of this is my why. This is why I ask you to have faith in the direction I take us on because it's all about evolution and legacy. And I want them to know that they can have a legacy too, that part of what my team learns while they're with me is about, just as I learned at the knee of my Nana, is about how to run a business. I want to be there for them to guide them if that's what they choose to do in their own futures. So when you're confronting positive change in your business and you're thinking about the excitement don't lose track of how that can be destabilizing for others around you. I am not going to say I get this 100% right. I often don't because you can't be all things to all people at once. So I keep an eye on people as best I can. And if I can't do it, I make sure somebody else does. And I encourage open door communication. It's also the responsibility of my team to seek that when they need it. So I try and feed that back too. So when you're thinking about that, when you're thinking about the excitement that comes with positive change and you're thinking about what is my rationale for doing these things, make sure you're bringing your team along with you. And if you're a sole business owner, a sole professional, sole trader, keep your family in the loop. Keep them aware of why this is so important to you and bring them along with you. Sometimes that means bringing them along with you in the pitfalls as well as the up, uprises. Uprises isn't quite the word I meant, but you know what I mean. The, the good bits and the bad bits. Keeping them alongside you. Sometimes, obviously, when business isn't at its peak, it can be stressful for family. But if they are walking alongside you, they will also learn that the ups and downs are cyclical and that for each down period, you have an up period. For each time there's a difficult patch, you come through it somehow and you learn and you grow. 
Welcome to those of you who've joined later. I've seen a few of you have, have been liking and, um, and popping in while I've been chatting today and it's actually really exciting to have you with me because this is a topic that's really, really close to my heart. This is, this is probably my number one growth area is how to keep, um, how to keep people in the boat with you as you're steering forward through choppy waters. You don't want anyone falling overboard, but you also need to let, sometimes you need to let people off. Sometimes you need to let people off at a safe port uh, if they're not able to stay in that boat with you for their own reasons or for business reasons. And so making sure that your team as a whole is reassured that you're still piloting the ship you might have you might have a skipper helping run things alongside you as i do but you are still the owner of that shipping line and you still are driving the direction and plotting the course for your journey in your business so thank you again for joining me live today. If you're catching up later on YouTube or Facebook, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel for more of these little live show videos, plus many others. And if you're not following my Finding Proof page, please do so because that's where this stuff lives. And of course, I have some training opportunities coming up soon that I'm going to be sharing with you, which I'm equally excited about. Lots of news, lots of excitement over the next month or two, and I'll be bringing you along with me just as much as I'll be carrying my team alongside me as well. Have a fabulous day, and I'll talk to you all again very, very soon. Bye for now.